So I've been sitting here recently thinking a lot about the current state of the game industry. It's pretty much a mixed bag of emotions for me right now. On one hand, I am a proud owner of both an Xbox Series S and a PS5, and it's been cool to switch back and forth between two consoles and play different games. It's also nice to see the industry back on its feet from the dark days of the pandemic where everything was delayed and we lost that steady stream of new games coming out for a while. We are also seeing an increased effort from both Sony and Microsoft to continue adding more to their other services, such as Game Pass and PlayStation Plus. However, there is stuff going on that makes me angry and disappointed. AAA games continue to flop and disappear, and Sony and Microsoft are already looking forward to the next console generation. Game developers are either losing their jobs or are being forced into time crunches, and meanwhile, the corporate side of the industry is still obsessed with live service. Sony has come out recently and said that they will not be releasing any new major existing franchise titles before April of 2025. And I'm still waiting for Microsoft to announce a new Gears of War game or some other game from one of their staple franchises as well. I want to give my thoughts on all this and more as we begin to ponder what the gaming industry has in store for us for the next year or two. Do you remember the year 2020? I'm sure you do for a variety of reasons. It's tough not to remember all that insanity. But let's stick to gaming here. The latest console generation started that year. Remember how hard it was to get a next-gen console, especially the PS5? I also remember Cyberpunk 2077 flopping, and we also went on to have games delayed and more issues as the pandemic raged on. It was a rough start to the current console generation, and just as things have gotten pretty stable, Sony and Microsoft are already looking ahead to what's next. The shortening of console generations has been a trend recently. Generation 7, which was the PS3 and Xbox 360 era, lasted a whopping 11 years. That was awesome. But then the 8th generation, the PS4 and the Xbox One, lasted 8. Some are forecasting that the end of this generation could come as early as 2026. What's causing this fear? While there have been some statements that have either been misquoted or are being over-exaggerated, Sony has sold 54.7 million consoles since November of 2020. They are expecting to see gradual declines in console sales, and that does make sense. Almost four years later, I would say most people that want the console have the console at this point. And it's fair for Sony to say that the console is entering the latter half of its life cycle. But to me, that should be just for sales. I truly hope they aren't looking to have a new console out there in the next two or three years. I think we've gotten to the point where the hardware is pretty good. Like, how much better can the graphics get? Like, should that be the main focus for gaming going forward? I think the problem is getting games like Starfield on these new systems. Games that are already being made on outdated engines. That needs to stop. And if most people have the consoles now, then it would be the prime time for games, right? And perhaps there is hope that this won't happen yet, as Sony will be releasing a PS5 Pro eventually. And it gets worse on the side of Microsoft, as they are reportedly going to skip straight to the next generation of consoles. Jeff Grubb, a journalist and games industry expert, has claimed that the PS5 Pro leaks are legit and that Microsoft was originally planning a disc-free version of the Xbox Series X. But apparently that disc-free version was cancelled. A new console generation traditionally begins with new consoles from both PlayStation and Xbox, so I wonder if Microsoft is trying to get ahead of Sony in this next generation by putting out their new console before them. And just a friendly reminder, a lot of this is just reports and supposed leaks, so take all of this with a grain of salt. But if you were to ask me my opinion, well, I think this stuff is true. The industry is plagued by corporate greed today. It's all about making money, and it's not about creating great experiences for gamers anymore. I'm getting tired of the console wars between the fans, but also these companies. I know this is a business, but the mistreatment of developers and consumers is getting frustrating. 
And the console wars flared up again recently as rumors began to swirl that games like Starfield, Gears of War, and other Xbox-only games would be going multi-platform. Phil Spencer and other key figures from Xbox made a little podcast informing gamers on some business updates, and it turns out things aren't as bad as people thought. Here's a few quick takeaways from that podcast. There are four games that will be made playable on the PS5 and Nintendo Switch. They didn't go out there right away and reveal all the games, but they said two of them are community-driven games. And sources have said that the four games are going to be Hi-Fi Rush, Sea of Thieves, Pentiment, and Grounded. Games like Starfield and Indiana Jones will remain Xbox exclusives. They did confirm that Xbox is working on a next-gen platform as well. There are over 10 Xbox first-party releases coming later this year, and we will learn more about the future of Xbox in a showcase coming this summer in June. I really wish the console war shit would stop. Gamers need to come together and go after these companies for making them drain both their wallets and their patience. Games are getting more expensive and live service prices are getting high as well. And it's like politics. Stop getting at each other's throats and go after those that make the decisions on content prices and whatnot. I do get why Xbox fans were initially upset about games potentially being played on the other consoles, but I think that is getting old too. There's no reason why games like Uncharted, The Last of Us, Gears of War, and Halo have to be exclusive forever. I know that these companies need to stand out and be unique in some way over each other, but I think there's other ways they could do that. Like, what if we get Gears 6 and Part 3 of The Last of Us, and they stay exclusive for the first few years, and then they eventually open up to other systems? Companies are putting in all this work to remaster games, like why can't a PlayStation game get some adjustments so it could run on an Xbox, or vice versa? And it's crazy to see how much Sony has fallen of late. There's been a lot of disappointing news coming from PlayStation recently. First, they say that they won't be releasing any major existing franchise games between now and April of 2025. Sony is apparently pushing hard for second-party games to take the reins for now with games like Stellar Blade and Rise of the Ronin. And it's also a bit frustrating to hear Sony say that the PS5 sales missed the mark. Like, how much is enough? Maybe make some damn games which would make getting a console worth it. I've heard longtime PlayStation fans voice their frustrations over not having an exclusive multiplayer shooter game specifically. But I think PlayStation fans were hoping for a repeat on the PS4, meaning we'd get a ton of exclusive games like Uncharted, The Last of Us, and more just like that, because the PlayStation 4 dominated the market because of games like that. Meanwhile, in the middle of the PS5 era, we are being told that we won't get another exclusive for a year and a half? Yikes. I guess we could play game remakes for the next 12 plus months, and that includes games that are 10 years old or less, like The Last of Us and Horizon Zero Dawn. And to make matters worse, the company is laying off 900 employees and shutting down a studio in London. The layoffs are affecting successful companies like Insomniac, Gorilla, Naughty Dog, Fire Spirit, and others. The layoffs have hit Xbox and other places too. In 2022, a record 6,500 people lost their jobs in the industry. Last year, literally a year later, that record was shattered after 10,500 layoffs occurred. Already within the first few months of 2024, 7,350 people have been laid off. This really sucks. It's easy to get on developers when a game fails or adds a controversial feature to the game, but losing your job is horrible. And of course, it's the elite that run these companies that sit comfortably in their office raking in their paychecks while everybody else has to get cut and continue to pressure developers that are still on to pump out new games and content on super tight schedules because again, the live service method is the lifeblood of this industry right now and it sucks. 
It's crazy to see just how many AAA games have failed over the years. I'm talking Anthem, Fallout 76, Mass Effect Andromeda, Cyberpunk 2077, Forspoken, Redfall, Starfield. And this isn't a new thing. Like, I'm literally bringing up games that came out back in 2017 and 2018. This is a long time trend now. And we did actually see a lot of good games last year. I don't want to be all doom and gloom, but that's why it's so sad to see such a surge in these layoffs. We ate pretty good last year. Spider-Man 2, Tears of the Kingdom, Baldur's Gate 3, Alan Wake 2, Jedi Survivor, and Hi-Fi Rush, just to name, you know, a couple off the top of my head. And you know what's funny about this list of games that I just gave you? All of these games are successful, and they're not driven by pay-to-win and live-service bullshit. They are pure games. It's all about the experience created by the developers. At least PlayStation players did finally get that multiplayer shooter they've been craving for a long time as well, with the recent release of Helldivers 2. And despite server issues, people have loved that game, and it already has a huge community. It's a really strong community. Haven't played the game, but I really enjoy seeing the content and, and all the stuff that people are talking about. So like I said, it's a mixed bag of emotions right now in the industry. We are getting good games. People finally have the consoles and are having a good time with some of these games. The services provided by Sony and Microsoft are getting better. Things like Game Pass are awesome, and having options for different tiered memberships and prices are definitely consumer-friendly. However, heading into a dry period for exclusive games and AAA games in the middle of a console era is not good in my opinion. Especially when they tell you that, hey, we are halfway through this generation and we're already looking towards making the next piece of hardware. It also doesn't look good when 24,350 people have lost their jobs in this industry. If you were to ask me if we are living in the best generation of gaming, I'd say hell no. Yeah, the games look great, we have plenty of games to choose from, and we can play almost any game with our friends on any system. But the corporate greed is what makes this generation so lackluster and frustrating, just like the generation before it. And I truly think that the Xbox 360 and PS3 generation is still the best generation, at least in terms of recent times. We got a ton of fun games on both consoles back then. The exclusive franchises that are technically still around today started back then. There's plenty of other franchises that deserve to come back as well with another game. And back then, developers were allowed to make their games with passion. Go check out some of the nostalgia commentary videos on my channel. I look back at some of my favorite games and franchises from years ago, and you tell me if games are still being made like that today. And it's not that I doubt the passion of the developers, I just have zero confidence that the corporate leaders of these companies will allow them to solely focus on making a great game experience in their projects. It's always going to be money first and fun second. Well, sorry to go all doom and gloom there, but I just feel bad for the current state of the industry. As a consumer, I'm conflicted on things, and then, again, I feel bad for those that work in the industry, and it's weird because I'm liking some of the games. It's just, it's kind of a goofy time when you look at the whole picture here. So, let me know your thoughts in the comments. Seriously, though, go check out other videos on my channel, especially that nostalgia commentary content. You could also find my content on podcasting platforms. Just Google Analyze This Podcast. I'm also on X and TikTok. X at analyze this underscore YT and TikTok at analyze this 54 underscore YT. Thanks for checking out the video and take care.